It's digital coffee. Hey everybody, welcome to Digital Coffee. I'm your host, Sir Fluffy Fox, otherwise known on the interwebs as, well, actually, um, you know my na- real name is uh, Michael. Uh, exposing that information to you right now. Anyway, um, today's episode, we are interviewing a really cool, really awesome uh, artist friend that graduated from my college, um, actually a year after that I left, and he works at Threadless now. His name is Conrad Javier. Uh, he is a t-shirt guy. He does uh, digital reformatting and stuff like that to make, um, you know, the designs work on t-shirts. Um, and we're also joined by Oscar and Kevin for this episode. So it's a really good episode of the podcast, really long, a lot longer than the last one. So um, hopefully we'll get right to it. So enjoy the show. place and um i you know i i wasn't really i wasn't really used to doing work like that so it really pushed me Mm -hmm. to do stuff that i'm not so sure of because i think that's really important right out of school that you should be forced to do stuff that you you don't want to (laughs) do just to like get like get the feel that like you're gonna have to work a little bit unless you're like a dedicated like you know exactly what you're gonna do Exactly. Because like you're gonna have to do jobs like that. Like I showed you, Kevin, you weren't here, but I showed you, I showed them like uh, this image I had to do for, um, like a client, and it was just like stuff that I would never ever do, but I did yeah. it because it's money. Hey, I mean, it, it it came out looking great in the in you know, so I was like, I was really excited to see that piece anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it, it was cool. I had fun with it. Like, God, it was challenging. You know, they gave me kept giving me deadlines, and they weren't art directing it very well. And in the end, I actually restarted the whole thing that night, the night before the deadline. Oh, um, you should uh, you should pull it up real quick, just so uh, Kevin can see. Okay. Um. So like, where is it? Um. Like it was for Woodfield Mall, actually. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, you're because you you're by there, right? Yeah, pretty close to it. Yeah. Here. This is it. Pretty close to it is an understatement. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it is actually. <laughs> so there, there it is. What, what is it's just for like like when oh. when they have like like when they have like signs like when there's new places and it'll be like coming soon. And yeah. then like like this this area this area will be like black. You know, or something, and it'll be like coming soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for their for their walls. Yeah. Yeah. So like that stuff, like then my image will be there. Look at that missile. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So like, you know. I'll. Uh... Coming soon, a hat. <laughs> <laughs> coming soon, uh, Bob, Dick Butt, Bob Dylan. Bob, Bob, Bob Dickbutt. 
Bad Bitch Bob. Um, so, yeah, stuff like that, like, really forces you to, um, like, you know, it really just helps. Like, dude, it helps you grow when you're not doing the same stuff over and over and over again. Yeah. It really helps. I think it's necessary because then it forces you to, because you might start liking stuff. Like, for example, when I was at the Halloween place, I never drew witches or goblins or anything like that. Like, I was never really a dark arts guy. Yeah. And now, as you can see, like, when I have personal time, one of my main, one of my main projects <laughs> is these, are these kids. And like, <laughs> you know, I, it's just insane. Like I, now I can't stop drawing that. Um, it's just, it's insane. I, I like here, I don't know if you guys saw this one. Um, I drew, this is the beginning of it. Oh yeah, I saw this one. This oh. one is really cool. Yeah, so like this is like the beginning of the social disorders and like basically it's just gonna focus on the youth and how we're just brainwashed into like just obsess over um, social media and then technology. So like mm -hmm. I'm, and I want to make it disturbing and I want to make it kind of brash because that's what it is. Like when I see, when I'm in the train, I'm there every day no one's looking up or looking outside it's just it's disturbing to me mm. so that's how i want to do it and like that's the stuff that i want to do it through like an illustrative way yeah so it's like it's the first series i've ever done or planned to do with like an actual meaning like it's mostly just been like basically fan art <laughs> to be honest <laughs> like even right now like this like i'm drawing a basketball player um for a series for basketball stuff because i'm gonna come out with like some basketball prints and pins you know, so it's like I'm doing this for because like I yeah I have to. I love it though. Like I love sports. It's that's that's like, funny to me that you say that you bring up that that this is like essentially fan art because like I feel like a lot of people like in my group would look at this sort of illustration and and when they hear that sort of thing they're like, well that's not fan art. Fan art is video games or media. You know you know what I mean like. <laughs> like you don't really associate sports stuff with fan art really mm -hmm. kind of like yeah it's funny because if you think about it it's like dude you're you're, you're taking a person who's already there and you're drawing them again mm -hmm. i mean it's fine like you could you can do it like i have no qualms about that like dude anyone can do fan art like it's awesome especially mm -hmm. really cool when they take them take on it but it's like in the end like do i want to just do that all the time and it's like right. I don't. I want to create my own thing, and that's why the social disorders things. Like I've never, dude, I've never thought to myself. I was like, I'm gonna do something that says something about social, like just social well-being and like reform. Yeah. I'm just like, well, this is weird, and I don't think a lot of people that like my stuff is gonna take well to it, because that kid, the first one, is probably the safest one I'm gonna do. Right. Um, it's only gonna get not safer. So. Um, nice. Yeah. So it's gonna be pretty cool. One of my ideas here, I'll show you. One of my ideas is um well, i guess for the people who are podcasting they can't really see it but um one of my ideas is there's going to be an ipad you know or whatever mm -hmm. and um it's going to be all wet and stuff because there's going to be a uh, a baby and he was just born like a fetus oh wow oh geez. and his umbilical cord <laughs> his umbilical cord is um the charger so like he's born into this but like it's gonna be all icky because he's just born, so it's like gonna be wet, like all over this thing. Oh, yeah, wow. that's so gonna be really, really cool. cool. Yeah, it's gonna be like an interesting, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I have another one where it's like there's a kid's head, like kind of like one of the creepy kids that we were, 
you know, we were doing like like the big eyes and like all my kids have the dimples mm-hmm. and the teeth. So it's like that. And then like at the top of the head is just gonna be a USB. Oh, that's so cool. All these like, like parts coming out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so, gonna be so awesome. So it's all just gonna be social disorder. So I mean, this, the social disorder, the social disorder. So like, mm-hmm. it's gonna kind of be like that. I don't know, yeah. actually, I, I, showed, I didn't show anyone else another one that I did, except John. John was like the only one that saw it on Del Strip. Yeah. But I did this one and I didn't post it because I didn't like how it came out. Because mm. it was, I don't know, it was just, it's becoming very lowbrow. A lot of my art, it's like, I had to like look it up what it was to find it. And people at the Academy would not very much appreciate that. <laughs> oh. Like lowbrow is just like, you know, people would say it's kind of just like off-putting, you know, it's, it's, it's using traditional means and it just looks like, I don't know, it's a kind of supposed to make you uncomfortable. It's yeah. really weird. All the stuff that I've seen that's lowbrow art, it's just like, it's so crazy. Mm. But um, anyway, yeah, I don't know what the point was of that. How about just, <laughs> uh, yeah, there it is. There you go. There's oh. the one I said. Oh, cool. My, so like, yeah. So I, like I wanted Sorry. to fix the poison. Like I want, I wanted to make it look like almost, like I think I'm gonna do is like have it look like ghost, almost like coming out of the, the thing and like possessing her. Hmm. You know. Oh, cool. Okay, I get so you. So it's like the cell phone, and then this is the sign for it. It's a diagonal pound sign. I think it's awesome. Oh, nice. But, cool. Yeah. So like that's the whole. That's my whole next series that's coming out. So, so was it like the the Halloween gig that really inspired you to make this series, or was no, it like honestly the thing that really inspired me to make the series? That's a tangent. Um, oh, it's fine. Is um, my friend, my friend Alex Elise at Threadless, because mm-hmm. he's just he's the guy who I always talk about who's so successful freelance, um, ridiculously successful freelance. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going, like, he just always comes out with series, and I don't know if you guys know a series, but, like, one of them is, like, Icons Unmasked, where he, like, has, like, pop char- characters, like, pop culture characters, and, like, they unmask. Oh! oh dude! Really? Him! That's, yeah, that's him, him, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, just, he just left Threadless to pursue more freelance, and um, he's, like, a big advocate of me, like, doing freelance. Like, he thinks I, like, don't, you know, he's like, you gotta get out and do it, and I want to do it too. Um, I just have to be prepared, and like he's really helping me, kind of like mentoring me. And so, like, just being with him, it was like nuts. So, I bet. I mean, he must be kind of like a interesting guy. Just kind of if he if he's getting all those like challenges down. Because I actually I think I saw his work. Uh, like I saw it through Instagram, and then like I saw uh, Philip DeFranco actually <laughs> uh, talking about his work on YouTube. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> So like what you guys are seeing right now, like um, I usually start with a, a quick pencil, like this is considered the quick pencil, mm-hmm. and then I'll drop the opacity and then I'll just go on top, which is nothing special. Mm-hmm. Same thing. And like I'm working off of a light reference. Mm. That, this is where all that like that crazy, like I'll switch to like my thick and thin brush and like do like the line work and whatnot. Mm. And now with the Cintiq, it's like, oh. Oh yeah, it's, it's super it's easy just, now. It's just so easy now. Uh, what size is yet is your canvas right now? Um, I always I made it an um I made it a goal to always 
work um, in an aspect ratio that's um, good for Instagram. Mm -hmm. So like mm -hmm. I have a 14 by 14 by 150 resolution because you don't really need a high resolution. So now even if I'm like sketching at night, if I'm sketching anything, at the end 100. of the night, I can post it because nothing is more important than <laughs> posting your stuff online. Mm -hmm. um, Alex has gotten every single job he's ever gotten from Instagram. He has never, he's only put in a resume like once and companies like look for him to do work. Oh, wow. Like he's that sought after because of Instagram. Oh, geez. Maybe so, uh, like, we should have him on the so, show. It's too. just so necessary. <laughs> I, I would, I told him about me doing, actually I was, he was the one who I was typing. Mm -hmm. Two before this, and like he has, like I was like I was like you should talk to people like that, and he's like yeah it's cool. He does that. Like he's been talking to people about it. Um, he goes to he's going to Brazil. Um, he's gone to Brazil already. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's talking like they're having him teach there, and he's talking at um, the Singapore Comic Con. Like they're flying him out everywhere, guys. It's like it's insane. Yeah, he 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 kind of sounds a really like a uh, guy that really got popular like within the last couple of years. Uh, Musketon, I think is his name is. He, uh, his career path kind of sounds like how uh, he got popular in like Germany and stuff like that. Like he got super popular to the through Instagram to the point where like people were like trying to find him for work essentially. Yeah, and yeah. that's what's happening to him, and that's who I'm using as like a springboard for like inspiration you know because mm -hmm. it's super important like people like us that graduate all from the same place you know like in the academy we don't even see that this shit is possible dude like they're so far behind when it comes to like digital or just social media and i've told them this and like the, my talk was very telling of what they need i think and duncan wants to like talk about it more but it just mm -hmm. doesn't change the fact that like if we're gonna be doing this like we have to like really be prepared to talk about the stuff that's applicable to this day and age yeah mm -hmm. um i know like you know you say like the academies you know like it's whatever and i don't want to like bash it or anything it's just like right right we can only they can only do so much to be honest mm -hmm. and right um like me like i had nothing like in school there like yeah miss mount was teaching us like some stuff but like they weren't teaching us like straight up photoshop digital painting right but stuff wasn't working and so we have to like learn it on our own um but yeah i don't know guys it's a whole different world now it's just crazy mm -hmm. and the fact that like i worked with alex and like saw what he did like and he has a family and um he's family and two kids it's just like there's no excuse anymore for me that's why i'm just like trying to like feverishly um do what i you know right do something that i want to do because dude eventually like the whole loans thing like it starts evening out a little bit and like you could pay for the loans and you start getting a job and it's probably like a nine to five and you're just doing it to get your feet in the door and like once that wears off like all you want to you realize you start realizing it's like years have passed and you're just like oh man i need to do something mm -hmm. and for myself you know yeah and so i don't know that's like where i'm at in my career right now because all that uncertainty of not having the skills or not having the skill level is like gone. And now I'm just like, well, if Alex can do it or if someone like that can do it, I can do it. And so like, that's where my whole mindset is right now. 
Yeah. Of course, it takes a long time to get that kind of confidence, and like you have to like get screwed over on a couple pieces, and mm-hmm. that's just that's just how it is. You like learn to find time to mature. Really important too, though. Like everyone wants it to happen like overnight, and it just dude, there are pieces that I've done that never see the light of day, and if I didn't do them, you know, it's just I wouldn't be the same. I would. I would assume that what I was doing was right, and I wouldn't have tried to get that problem down, you know? So, right. Yeah. It's, it's I weird, man. You guys are kind of in that boat, too. I mean, you guys are all, you're all, you're not all, like, you're still in school, right? You um, know? well, I graduated. I graduated. Both so graduated. I mean, we both did. Okay, so it's like, you guys are kind of in the same boat. You're, like, just looking for anything right now, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, that's why I'm. You know, yeah. that's why I'm doing all this. Like, I'm lucky that the Yeti keeps like, accepting my stuff. So it's like, I, I mean, I don't work. Like, I don't work uh, outside of, like, just drawing and stuff. But Yeah, I mean, that's great. I wish I could have kept that going for longer. You know, I just le- legit listed the logistics of it. I, I couldn't do it. And I couldn't hold it onto it, not with my loans coming in. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like I had to, I had to get the nine. I tried, man. I, I did the freelance thing for like four months and starting to pick up steam. I don't know if you guys saw some of the freelance stuff I did, but like it was with like an RPG group. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was like a tabletop, oh, yeah. tabletop role playing game. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you've seen it, Michael. I, I don't know. I think I um, have. It's like the the cowboy and the ninja oh yeah 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 i did see it yeah so yeah that happened um and then it just kind of changed everything and then i won the arcade brewery oh yeah that that was awesome Mm -hmm. that was huge that was huge to my career that's probably the probably my biggest accomplishment so far because it was out of my wheelbarrow and then from that, like, stemmed everything. You know how I got the job at Threadless, right? Uh, no. Never... Alex, Alex also applied. He was a finalist in that arcade brewery thing, mm-hmm. and I beat him. And oh. then, like, I <laughs> looked at his stuff, and I was just like, "Holy shit! I've been following you forever on Instagram." And he was just like, "Dude, yeah, your stuff's awesome." And then he was like, "You should apply to Threadless. I think there's a position that's opening up." And I was like, "Okay." And then I won the arcade thing, and he's like, hey, congrats. And I'm just like, yeah, I'd love to talk to you just about, like, your life or whatever. Because he wasn't huge yet. Like, he was getting there, but he wasn't what he is now. And um, what you call it, he was just like, yeah, apply. And so I applied, and then I went there. I have no experience. I mean, I had some production experience, but, like, I didn't really have any experience. And uh, I went there. I interviewed. They gave me a job, and I walk in. And of course, the guy who's there also is Lance, who's the owner of Arcade Brewery. So if I didn't apply, and he's friends with Alex, mm-hmm. you know, like all of it was just like it had to happen that way. And if I didn't apply or if I didn't do anything, I would have been screwed. It would have been like great. I, you know, I'm still like just I won great, and then like you know I wouldn't even have won. It would just been weird. It's a tattoo here, but I don't know what that is. The market. Sorry. <laughs> You're um, fine. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't. I don't really know what happened. And it's all because I tried to do something that I never did before. Yeah. That's why it doesn't make sense to me that people don't apply to um, Redless, like send stuff to Redless. It doesn't make any sense. Because I've seen so much art and 
it's terrible. Some of the stuff is pretty, you know, pretty mm-hmm. rough. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. There's people's different people's backgrounds and everything, but I feel like a lot of the people that I know would be able to to make it easily in a print easily. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, I was gonna say before I was like oh everyone was talking about like how they graduated I was like I'm actually a college dropout and I get this weird stigma with people all the time when I say that sort of stuff because like you know I'm I, I'm not really too proud of it at the same time I'm just you know I had to actually drop out because you know I was I wasn't really paying for it my my uh my grandparents were helping me out and it was, it got to the point where I was like, uh, I don't want to have my parent grandparents paying for everything for me. So I pretty much, you know, dropped out for that reason and, and yeah. I need to yeah. make money yeah. on my own, you know, <laughs> there's no shame in that. And anyone that says otherwise is just an asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus you can always go back. I mean, yeah, it's not like it's, well, it's actually funny too. Cause like I, I've actually experienced a lot of cool stuff not being in school and just kind of just making connections with artists and yeah. stuff like that i i'm like i'm actually kind of thrilled that it happened the way it did because i was like well now that i got connections with people it's like well you know <laughs> i have i have some in it something right <laughs> yeah right honestly like you know there are a lot of even artists now digital artists who say you don't even have to go to school yeah um I think the best thing that school did was to make connections with other artists, you know? I think that's mm-hmm. why I would go to school, just because. Right. But, I mean, if you're already meeting people, and plus you went to school for a little bit, so you did get to meet a lot of people already. Yeah. So yeah, I, like, I went I went to, I went I went there for, like, uh, what was it, like, I was going to halftime, so really I was going there for, like, I was going there for, like, eight years if I was to finish school. But, like, <laughs> um, oh, what was it? Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was like around three, three years, or four, three four years, and it, it got to a point where I was like, uh, I, I I almost felt bad. Like I was like, I need to, you know, I need to take care of this personal stuff first. So, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally justifiable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you don't need to go. I mean, it's really it's everyone's different. Plus, this art thing, like I think mostly people get degrees anyway. Just because they have to, right? You know? Right. Like, to get like that. Yeah, a lot of job. a lot of a lot of graphic design uh, companies look still look for a bachelor's degree of some sort, and not only that, but now they want ev- you to be like an everyman. Like they want you to have coding, oh, yeah. they want you to have yeah. layout design, production, all that stuff. And yes, same thing with concept art. Like it's it's kind of ridiculous to me. I mean, just a personal opinion. Like they want like these new people to have like all these all these experiences like almost mm-hmm. like they want them to have like almost senior experience to like yeah. like like yeah. to yeah. the point where it's kind of unfair you know yeah and That's i don't true. know i don't they know don't if it's though. yeah they don't care though <laughs> but some like, other kids gonna do it for cheaper so right right <laughs> yeah especially just like like looking i was looking through like for a while, I was looking through LinkedIn, and there's like a few of them that there's a few of them that I, that catch my attention that I, I like to do, and then all of a sudden look at it, look at it, it's like it's like yeah, technical skills is a plus, but you also have to have you're supposed to have um, 
coding experience, I have to do this experience. I'm just like, uh, what does this have to do with using like using technical skill? But it's like it's true. Like every job needs once the a person that can do it all, a Renaissance man. Right. Yeah, and I mean, at the Threadless job that I applied to, I didn't have all the prerequisites. I mean, like, yeah, I've done some stuff before, at um, you know, at the Halloween place, but I didn't have all the prerequisites either. Um, so I just, and it's funny because I talk to them now, after it's almost been almost exactly a year, I got hired on four twenty. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> wow. but, um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing they told me that set me apart was my interview, and which I knew. I mean, I have, I, have, I always have like a decent, like, person. I can always read people like pretty well, like talk to people. I have no, like, you know, I don't get nervous or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like I already knew, like, that was my strength. So I just got to get the interview. Right. And that was just enough. Like we did two different interviews, and they said like the second interview was like the one that put me over. So I was, you know, this just goes to show, like. Yeah, fake dude, it till I've you never, make it, man. <laughs> yeah, I've never done shirts before. I've never prepped artwork for shirts before you know like it's just okay mm-hmm. and then you just do it and then it's game over That's she wrote <laughs> yeah. it's true Buzzer um so yeah i actually did want to ask you so you mentioned how you're gonna like try to focus on the freelance game ever since uh you know alex really got you to kind of go forward with that um yeah. like, what's your plan because i feel like people like kind of nowadays they like say oh i'm gonna do freelance i'm gonna i'm gonna do free without really going into it with a plan yeah that's how i was too um Mm -hmm. it's crazy because there's one thing that i learned from alex is that not only do you have a plan but you have an intense plan like it's not just like hey i'm gonna do this project and this project like you have to have like your budget set like you have to have like how much money you plan to make and you have to know where that money's coming from and you have to figure out ways to meet that quota no matter what and it's intense like the mm-hmm. way I do, I'm going to do it is I have a series of projects that I'm going to do and um, all of them in some way or another will allocate me a certain amount of money um, like whether it's from prints or pens or something like that right um, my plan is to execute them execute a good body of work in series so that it gets bigger on like Instagram or whatever and then sell the prints, sell the products. I mean, and, you know, nothing might come from it. Like he has it all separated and I'm, so I'm going to do, I'm going to have it all separated. Like there's freelance work, which is going to be a small portion of where the money comes from, which right. is crazy when he told me that, but it's true. Um, mm-hmm. He only picks up jobs that are like past a certain number, you know, like for him. Right. Right. And then, um, then you like your personal work is the goal to get the money so like you like you have to have multiple revenues of income like multiple streams of residual mm-hmm. income so it, like happens while you're not there like for example doing a thing like what kevin's doing with the shirts like that's a great way to do it because like gets your name out there and then like if your shirts are constantly selling even when you're not um doing anything like that's income that you can get mm-hmm. um, yep. i'm not going to tell you how much alex gets from shirts every year from threadless but just know that you could easily go to school at the academy. Mm, wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, yeah. Um, and that just comes from years of doing it. Like, that's just one part. Like, he has his months planned. Mm-hmm. And, um, but number one thing that has to be there is the work. And so, like me, I'm trying to concentrate. I finally figured out kind of where I want to go 
and it's not as much concept art as I thought it would be. Because originally at school I was obsessed and like I only wanted to use concept art all I wanted to do. Now um, I've just found out that I really am in love with illustration too, and I want to focus on that more. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be doing a lot more of my own personal illustrations um, because all these basketball pieces, because I love basketball. Mm-hmm. But um, there's not many illustrators when it comes to sports. Most mm-hmm. artists aren't interested in sports at all. Right. So I'm going to break into that field and get work with like my goal is to get work, you know, send like a bunch of stuff to ESPN and um, NBA and like just stuff like that so that they can see my work and like maybe next year or the year after I can get like a couple things, um, you know, Nike, like all that stuff. And so like I'm doing right now, like I'm currently working on Alan Iverson who is being inducted to the Hall of Fame and he's also a fan favorite. So like mm-hmm. everything I'm doing is geared towards um, what my audience might want and then like building my social media following. Right. And, um, so and- like it's, it's a multifaceted plan, I guess, to answer your question. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, it's like, uh, concentrate on freelance, um, which is very small, create projects that are, um, that I want to do so that, you know, I, I do them. Yeah. And, uh, look how lazy I am right now. The the uh, this this other podcast that I listen to, it's uh called Creative Pep Talk. It's it's also a really good art podcast that uh I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Uh Andy J. Miller does. Um when yeah, it's a really good podcast to listen to if you're uh if you're an artist, especially looking to break into the freelance field. Um he, he had on Kyle Webster and something that they we're talking about is how important it is to have multi-revenue or income coming from all sorts of things because mm-hmm. if you're an artist you should be able to make revenue from more than just one income source and how yeah. important it is yeah exactly mm-hmm. um alex has that kickstarter that he started i don't know if you guys saw but um his kickstarter originally was for seven thousand dollars Mm-hmm. And the end we made fifty two, and that's a month. So oh, you wow! Grand in a month. Hmm. Yeah, so, that's you know, crazy. Like, that's just just puts in perspective what this man is capable of, and what you can all of us can be capable of as freelance artists. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. we don't have the same following, but we can easily create it. It just takes time and effort, constantly posting, right, on social media, and constantly coming up with brand new ideas, and knowing what your audience wants, and being honest with your work, like making work that is uh competent you know like smart and good ideas so right yeah that's, it that's... has to be because if you're just doing the same shit over and over again then it's like you're kind of just polishing this like not turd but you're definitely like doing something over and over and it's like dude when are you gonna like not do that <laughs> right and, like we're always an artist like try to like actually um express yourself differently mm-hmm. i don't know that's just how i feel about it yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like there's a lot of people too that are like they focus on not like making like a market strategy for themselves because like it's almost like they like I, and I hear this constantly. It's like I I don't want to feel fake. I don't want to feel like a sellout. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Whatever, man. Yeah. Right. That's true. And like just going, yeah, even like just doing the other stuff, like going and doing comics is was, I never thought of actually doing that even though that's something I wanted to do when I was when I was younger but 
doing it now and also having like a fire background and also doing other things too kind of really helps because you're just finding a little, little not only like you know you're building up a market but you also find little things about yourself that you're like not even capable of doing mm-hmm. so it's kind of like good to kind of keep yourself keeping someone keeping yourself active yeah and, I feel like I've been asking all the questions. You guys have uh, something for for uh, for Conrad? I, I I I'm sorry. I I usually I usually like write down all my questions, so I'm used to like going through my list of stuff. <laughs> I'm okay. These guys are okay. Um. Oh goodness. <laughs> I know it's like you took all the good questions. I'm like, come on, guys. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was fun. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so you know, that's, like, that's all, folks. Oh man, but I do, but I do have a like a few. I'm, I mean, we did talk about it before, like um, how how much. Um, I actually asked everyone this question, like you know, how how since you're both a traditional artist and a digital artist, how how did how did those benefit you? Do you try to find like a way to make your digital style resemble your traditional style or the latter? Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty obvious, I think, at this point for me that I tried to mimic a traditional painting um, as you know as much as possible, usually in my more rendered work. But lately, it's just with not being so rendered. Now I'm like trying to create something totally different. For example, the cowboy piece that I did recently was a mesh of the two, um, and like I didn't even yeah, I could show you guys. Um, that was one where I. I in my head, I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it in a way that is like something different, like a mesh. Um, here, this is it. Yeah. Show you. It's like it started off traditional by like just the pencil and then I inked it. And then like there's certain areas like here, I don't know if you guys can see, but like this is all like just brushstroke stuff that I wanted to create from a traditional, like I knew what I wanted. You know, like up here in the hat, it's like just brushstrokes. So, (laughs) and a lot of the times I use the traditional stuff for accents, you know, Mm -hmm. like the strokes and everything. Like no one ever gets this close to a piece. Um, So like I definitely use my, my traditional background to influence the digital. I think that drawing traditionally always makes you better, um, because it's obvious. Like the the ruby rod that I did just did, mm-hmm. yeah. Like that was that felt so good, and I was just like, man, I freaking should do more of that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to, and it like you know it's dictated by, um, like I guess it's like when I'm stuck in a rut. Um, I really go back to that. I really do. I go back to it because I need to. Yeah, it, it, it centers you. You know, it's like your foundation because that's how we all learn. Right. Now, the Cintiq, Cintiq changes everything because um, the Cintiq like totally gives you like I've always learned on the tablet. So like when I got to try the Cintiq for the first time, I was just like, oh shit. Like it feels like I'm drawing again. Like mm-hmm. It doesn't feel the, the the transference is there again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Exactly. Like, I am just 
it's so happy. Like, I, I got so happy, like, in these past few days and stuff. Like, well, it's been a week. It's just, like, ridiculous, <laughs> man. Like, it's insane how um, how real it feels again. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, like, with the regular tablet, I mean, it focuses on you looking up at the screen. So it, it's just, it's a completely different experience. Right? Yeah, for sure. Completely different experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Bro. Uh, have yeah, you heard of? Uh, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. I I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not good. No, it's like um, it's kind of it's interesting that yeah, you're using the traditional as a tradition uh, traditional. Um, art making as um, as a base for your tradition as your digital stuff, but I also see kind of like um, that same same um, uh, thing for digital and your traditional stuff, especially during your Inktober's. I remember you did those hands, and yeah. for a second I couldn't because I like I was like I woke up I, like I I woke up really super super. I saw it, went back to sleep, and I looked at it again. I was like, oh my god, it's actually the moleskin is actually a, it's a traditional drawing, but. <laughs> It looks like as smooth as how you do your digital line work. Yeah, it's weird how that it just naturally happens like that. I feel like I think that's just a natural progression of digital work, you know. And mm -hmm. you guys have probably felt the same way, mm -hmm. you know, when like all of a sudden it's like holy snaps, like it's all kind of like linking, all kind of attaching to each other. Oh, yeah, um, it's crazy, man. I mean. It's just nuts. I, I don't even know how to describe that that feeling when that happens. It's just like what? Yeah. When did this happen? <laughs> it's, this has happened. It, right. And it's like I'm starting to like kind of feel that now, but it's still I still feel like my I feel like those like traditional and my digital digital personalities are still kind of like they're almost there, but they're they're still far away from each other. Yeah. Because at least digital. Like yeah, it's like digital. I could feel a little bit more chaotic, and I could just, uh, I can just like throw things and just take things back. But like in traditional, I'm just like, I'm like, all right, I would have put this one thing there, and then I spill something, and I'm just like, damn, I have to do it all over again. It's, it's Stop like, spilling. <laughs> can't, man. I'm left. I'm, I don't know, man. I just have too much things on my desk. Yeah. Tell you, I know what you're saying. Even though one could make the argument that traditional is probably even more unpredictable, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You, I know you like that chaos, like you like that alchemy, like you like how those programs react, or you can like kind of by chance maybe see something that's not there. It's really cool because mm -hmm. it helps you create content, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I think I think it's kind of important though to have that unpredictability, you know, because it almost like creates like. You know an idea to like make like stuff for new new work you know you, you know what i mean like if you're working one way on a piece and then something happens that you didn't expect to happen and you're like oh i could totally work with it in this way and then yeah it totally mm -hmm. changes the mood of your piece but probably for the better you know what i mean yeah. yeah i'm all about that now because you do so many paintings and i've done so many studies that like um the normal stuff is just boring Mm -hmm. Like making it look like a airbrushed photoreal thing. That shit's so boring. Yeah. Um, you get tired of it really freaking fast, oh, and that's definitely. the one thing. Like I, with John, I talk to John about this all the time. It's just like you look for 
you get tired. It's like you're just like, oh god, like, I have to do this again. <laughs> I have to do this again, and it's like, oh god, it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Yeah, and like what I'm working on right now, it's just like, this is just practice. Like, I'm not even going to save this. It's just like head study for him tomorrow, mm-hmm. actually. Because I knew I, I have, that's the one thing about um, freelance and like working a nine to five and doing your own work outside of that. Mm-hmm. It's like you really, the time management is ridiculous. Um, you can't just like assume that you're going to start a piece and it's going to be done by the time you're done, you know, drawing at night, it's like, <laughs> it's not yeah, going to happen. I, I mean, unless you want to rush work, that's fine. You can totally do that. I'm not one to, to rush. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's such a constant, like, uh, push to be fast in our business. Right. And it, it does, it does matter. Like, don't get me wrong. I never said it doesn't matter, but like, dude, don't have to like, I would I would never let it dictate my personal work. Right. Like if it's client stuff, you do whatever it takes. But it's mm-hmm. like your own personal stuff. No, no, don't rush. Just, just wait. <laughs> just yeah. wait a little bit. Like do the sketch tonight. Do the thing tomorrow. Just make sure you're doing it and not wasting time. Mm-hmm. I'm all about not wasting time nowadays. I have, I just bought a PS4 and I just haven't touched it in so long. Oh no. <clears throat> Such a shame. But it's it's true, man. I can't. I just. Like, for example, like the NBA stuff I'm doing, there's three new people being inducted to the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. Um, right. They're all people who are fan favorites. So, like, Shaq is one of them. And, um, yeah. yeah, Shaq and a bunch of other dudes. Um, and if I, I'm serious about, like, um, doing this stuff, like, about getting stuff with NBA and all that, like, shouldn't I capitalize on them doing that? And, I should, right? I know this. Like, I'm like, I should capitalize on that. Right. But the lazy part of me, lazy part of everyone, I feel like, um, is going to just be like, nah, I'll just, you know, do something else. And then, like, the next day you feel like shit. And yeah. um, then you see people like Alex, so successful with the family. And then you're just like, why am I not doing that? Right. Like, what's separating me from him? You know? And yeah. it's really nothing. It's just like, it's just ourselves. So, I don't know. I, I'm not saying that you can't have fun and, and shit, but. Right. I'm just saying that, like, I don't know, man. It just, like, all of a sudden, all of a sudden it happens and you're just like, I can't do anything else. It's kind of another yeah. reason why I, I uh, dropped out. It's because, like, I, I have a fiance. You know, I, I want to focus on moving out of my house, man. It's like, I want to focus on, you know, spending time with her and being able to you know do you know all all that work stuff too you know <laughs> right. that's crazy i don't know you got a fiance yeah <laughs> sweet yeah <laughs> and it's like i want i want i want to move out of my parents house as fast as i fucking can you know what i mean it's like yeah. <laughs> I, i've been you know what you mean. yeah um yeah baby steps man <laughs> filipinos like they never want you to leave Oh my god, I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, they don't want you. They're like, stay here, just save money. It's like, I understand. Yeah, they're not, yeah. they don't want you. It's not that they don't want you to save money, it's that they're afraid that uh, you, they're never, you're never going to talk to them again. And that, you know, that's yeah. not true. <laughs> it makes sense. I, I understand where it's coming yeah. from. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. something that you can know hold you back. You know what it's like to have 
Yeah, and I'm I'm already living on my own, and like my parents were kind of bringing it up every time I come back. I'll come back home. It's like, what a nice time we're coming back. And then I'm just like, um, soon I gotta work and stuff like that. I keep calling you, and then <laughs> then bam, another family member is coming in along the way, and I'm like, great. I keep I have to keep visiting as much as possible. Oh yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna be a big brother. Yeah, no, that's crazy. And in, in a month, holy moly, really? Yeah, like. My mom just dropped the yeah like my mom just told me like I was gonna have a brother in like like two months ago and it was like she was five months along and Jesus Christ yeah it's just like well let me just let me just keep working harder so I can visit more so it's kind of it's I don't know it's like that's kind of like starting to make me work harder so I I can have that time to visit mm-hmm. yeah wow that's crazy I can't believe you're gonna be a um was it. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> You're a brother. Yeah. You're gonna be a. Do you have other siblings? Yeah, I have an older brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Aubrey. Whoa. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Gonna be weird. <laughs> yeah, I hope you know. I hope that. Uh, I mean, it seems like you guys are all doing work, so that's good. Like you know, it's good to be surrounding yourselves with the group like there's nothing that was one thing I, I brought up in the school thing was like i was like dude when you're out there sometimes it could get pretty lonely because mm-hmm. like no one else is doing the same thing and like you're staying in instead of going out and there's some multitude of i hate this area why did i even do this um <laughs> what to call it you see what i did i i made like a new layer and now i'm just painting on top of everything yeah <laughs> yeah, I, I get what you're, what you're saying though. Like you, you just gotta have a good environment. Like oh, for sure, know, surrounded by people that you know will that uh, yeah, being productive. Sure. Well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's so important. It can be so easy though to surround yourself with people that are like all like, oh, hey, you're doing a good job. But you're like, it's important to have those people that'll you know knock some sense into you you know from yeah. time to time <laughs> yeah and that's okay. why I, you know it's great that i have friends like john who i talk to every single night when i'm doing work or if i'm not doing work he's doing work and then he therefore inspires me to do work right you know it's just like holy moly and like alex you know same thing um they're they're making me want to do stuff and you know Tom was saying, like, you know, the biggest power that you can have as an illustrator is, like, I don't know if it was Tom. might have been, like, Mark Nelson. One of the, someone, it was, like, one of the talks. Someone was, like, the one of the greatest powers you can have as a professional is, like, being able to sit down after a long day where nothing went your way and being able to do work. Mm-hmm. Like, just being able to motivate yourself to do it because no one else is going to. And I just slips away. And then, you, you know, you're just, like, you're sitting there. So what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> I, do I can't. I should have done that. And it's just like, yeah, well, you you had the chance, man. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm just, I want to go out feeling like I didn't hold anything back. Right. You know, if I'm, I'm going to like switch my, I'm going to do that crazy nightmarish thing and like not do art one day because I can't. I want to make yeah. sure that I did it because I had to, not because of anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I just can't like I think about my mom and like how she's works like sixteen hours her whole this whole time giving me my brother's like 
to go to school and like here I am just wasting it. I can't that's like my motivation. Yeah, like, I can't gosh. I can't do that, man. I can't my parents came here with nothing, dude, and everyone else is medical and like if this was for money I would have done something else, but it's not and um after going to like the workshops and meeting professionals and stuff it's like no longer a game anymore it's like dude it's not this isn't the thing that i can just turn off it's like right alex alex is a family dude like imagine if like one day you couldn't provide for them you know it's just it's real as shit um I don't know, i'm using i'm trying to use that as like my fuel for for doing stuff now it's just like thinking about those seven people and yeah being like holy moly man i'm I should be trying so much harder. Yeah, dude. Like my my motivation right now is definitely my fiance. She's working sixty hours and and oh plus more, God. you Oof. know, just to just to be able because she she's super like she's like a hard worker. She's super motivated to just you know get the fuck out of the house and you know be able to you know get married by next year and. You know, and it's part of my goal too. It's like I want to, you know, I want I have a plan you to get married to, next yeah. year, and I want to be able to be in a house or not a house, but like at a place together, the very least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So condo it's like, or apartment or something. Mm-hmm. Where do you live? Um, I live in a, a suburb so, south of Chicago. It's um, it's funny though. Like we we recently went to talk to a, a mortgage counselor, and to get a mortgage for a house nowadays, it's like you have to have so much debt now in order to even get considered for a fucking mortgage for a house. It's it's so crazy. What? I'm sorry. Not. I said like what? Like you, you have to, so so for me like like because I don't have a lot of like credit cards. You have to have at least like two like secured credit cards you have to have you have to be currently paying for um like like a car or like your school loans or 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 something that you're currently in debt for and then you also have to um have like if you're working a full-time job you have to have a full year's worth of uh like uh, w-2s just to make sure that they know where that money has come from so that money is secure like if you're if you're working freelance and you're you know unless you're unless you incorporated yourself and you're you're making your business all on your own if you're doing freelance stuff without incorporation they don't even consider that shit to be actual money yeah seriously mm-hmm yep if you're Unless you're making like over six hundred a year and you, and you're not incorporating yourself, you're doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just, just keep it up. Just put on the shirt. Just I would just keep it like that. Just put on the shirt. <laughs> that would be a good. It'd be good. But uh, um, do you guys have any more questions? For... Um. Dude, guys, I'm I'm drawing the rest of the night. So whatever you guys need, I am here. I have a couple. Yeah, I mean, okay. Oh, so, first of all, so um, we're I mean, we're probably just gonna keep the the recorded time podcast like pretty pretty yeah. low, but um, we'll we'll take another couple questions. But for however long you want to talk is fine too. You know, <laughs> yeah, I could talk all night. This is all I do with John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On top. Okay, go ahead, Kevin. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh my god, what was my question? 
Oh no. <laughs> no. Oh no. I just, uh, since you work at Threadless, I, I'm just really curious. Like, um, I don't know if we got this recorded before, but uh, like, what do you do exactly, and how is your experience there? Okay. Um, what I do. Um, so basically, there's a number of things I do. Number one is I prep, and like, um, I prep files for, like, uh, for print ready to make them print ready. Mm-hmm. whether it's like dot-com stuff or artist shop stuff um so like for example we'll get a, a guy who just does a painting and the way that our um system works is like you need a transparent png with no background right right and these guys don't design thinking like that so i would have to figure out like problem solve um like how that would be like how it would work out like that like how i would set it to be a transparent PNG, you know? Um, so I would digitize your file to make it op- like optimal. Um, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is like, like right now, like you can do retail orders and stuff. Like, so sometimes like Kohl's or like, you know, places like that, they'll, they'll actually look and they'll see some shirts and they'll just be like, yeah, we think that'd be really cool. And this thing. So like, I have to like separate those by color, you know, like by Pantones mm-hmm, um, right. and like make sure that those are the right colors for what the print should be to be like most true to what the artist wanted. Um, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Um, I also uh, help with some like uh, with some creative aspects as of recently um, like we do like some like now that there's artist shops I could do some I do like uh, it's more open to properties okay so like uh, I can't really say what they are but like certain properties now I can like kind of make work for like for one of the properties that just came out that I did something for which are uncharted right right um, so like you know i was able to be one of like the invite only artists to do something for uncharted mm-hmm. so like i'm getting it's getting more creative but it's very standard like production experience you, so uh, far that um shirt on sale already, by the way? Hmm? that shirt on sale by the way already? no it's it's not on sale because naughty dog didn't approve oh okay aren't you yeah. naughty dog <laughs> Yeah, I can show you what it looked like though. I did a couple. Okay. Um, My brother would kill for it. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I mean, the cool thing about Threadless is like I get free stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed like maybe eight or seven shirts a month, free. Nice. So like, it's just ridiculous. Um, you get free lunch on on Mondays. Hey, that That's- company culture though. The culture, yeah, it's a culture thing. So it's good to hear, though, because I'm glad to hear that, like, uh, company like Threadless that you don't really get to see like a lot on the outside. I mean, you do, you guys do do the uh, public events sometimes, but like normally with like a lot of these companies, you don't get to see like com- company life. So it's good to see that it's a, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it is. It's totally like a really cool place to work um great people right now we're planning on like moving we're moving offices so like we're 
you know, we're, we're kind of like in a transitional period. So it's not like the best place because like we've had to move so many times. Right. <laughs> so that kind of sucks. How many times? Like four or three? Like three, I'd say. Like I've had to change where I call work many times <laughs> over the past three months. Oh, jeez. Wow. And it's just like, it's terrible because it's always somewhere different. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll show you, I'll show you guys some, some, what you call it. Nice. Some stuff on. Um, um, what was I going to show you? Oh yeah. The, the, the uncharted thing or that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. Where You're is fine. It? I have to find it. There you go. Found it. So, like, my original idea was um, this. Because you can't, like, there's certain, one. Well, it's not the kid giving the finger. It's, it works. <laughs> and, like, the crazy thing is, dude, I never used to sketch, like, kitty and stuff. It always used to be, like, anatomy. You must figure out anatomy. <laughs> sometimes you just need a break from all that believe me it's just mm -hmm. that is the original idea oh wow oh, oh so, like, neat i know that fire doesn't have a silhouette but um that's, that's why they I didn't wanted. approve no. I, just did, I just i just did it because that's what they didn't approve of the silhouette first off um and i changed the color too like it became this so like i added blue Ooh. Ooh. Um, oh. And then, like, I changed it to this. And I changed the pose, like, more silhouette. Give him the hair. Added the plane and the lightning over here. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So it tells more of a story, because it wasn't telling enough of a story. And then added stress. People love to stress on shirts. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, mm -hmm. especially, and it prints well. mm -hmm. especially, but eventually it didn't, yeah. it didn't get through, so that sucked. Yeah, and I did another one. Um, my favorite uh print quality now is when uh people get their shirts like sublimated. Like, I love how the shirts do you like the polyester. Mm -hmm. Ooh. So, there's this one. This is your, your other design is missing Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to do a crashing. I didn't even know you could do one. I would do a cortex like Neo. I would do that so hard. Well, if the rumors oh. are true, you know, and, and <laughs> Crash is coming back, apparently. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see at E3 this year. I mean, really? Na Naughty Dog Naughty Dog doesn't have the rights to Crash anymore. Yeah, so. it's all Sony, isn't it? Everything's Sony. Know, like, um, Universal slash Activision uh, took Spyro and Crash after their contracts ended. Right. So that's why they've been going down the toilet ever since uh, the PlayStation 2 came along. So. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, that's what, when uh, Naughty Dog and Insomniac, they both learned, they're like, yeah, let's uh, let's keep our, <laughs> our, our franchises. Yeah, the new Ratchet game looks really good. Oh, that's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I, I, dude, I haven't played a Ratchet and Clank game in like forever. It's, 
Do you know anything about the new one that's coming no. out? It's apparently it's a um it's a re okay. Let me okay, it's gonna be there's a movie coming out. Oh Rapid and Clank? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's coming what? out. So that movie is based off the first game, but they're making a game based off the movie, which is based off the first game. Interesting. So, so they're they basically making uh, like a, a reimagining of the very first Ratchet game, but it's more like more based on the movie, if anything. Well, and if you compare, like if you look at it, if you look at the gameplay, it looks like the movie. What? Yeah. It was kind of it, that was weird when you showed me. Yeah. It's crazy. Technology has gone very far, especially when it comes to like games and and film. It's just game over, man. I mean, look at look at Uncharted. I mean, oh, it's gorgeous. It nuts. It's funny because I never played Uncharted mm-hmm. until I had to design for it. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, never played it. Never. Um, so I actually watched all of the cinematics in one sitting. Oh, cool. So it was like a 12-hour day. I just sat there and watched it all. So you could have like a, a better understanding. I mean, it, yeah. It, I understood the whole thing after that. I was just like, okay. And then here, and he goes there, and he goes there. Okay. <laughs> so I was able to basically get what I wanted, basically. Um, I don't know. That's interesting, too, because this Feng Zhu, the the dude that's in Singapore or whatever. Right. He, um, he says, like, that's what he loves video games. You know, he wishes he could do it, but he just can't because it's just time restraints. So he said the best thing to do is um, uh, YouTube, on YouTube at all. Wait, uh, what was the name drop you uh, did? Zhu. It's like F-E-N-G-Z-H-U. He does a bunch of, like, concept art. Um... Fangju. Why does that name sound so familiar? You yeah. know, you'll know once you get to the, his YouTube. It's just him being like, "Okay, I'm the like he's the bug guy." Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Janishu. That's who I'm oh. thinking of. I made this shirt design for my artist shop. Oh, Birdman! Yes, cool. Nice. Oh, so do that one. That I have a couple so other. Good. I just do. There's I have like I just have so many of these. I have to do a shirt shirts, but it's just oh my gosh. Um, okay, so we are we are going on an hour right now. Okay, so, so yeah, sweet. So we can, uh, we can wrap up the recording and everything like that. I just uh, want to ask like one final thing of note. Mm-hmm. So like, just to kind of give it a nice wrap up. Um, if you had like, like something like well, if you had advice to say to people that want to get into this field, or just you know just in general like just the artist field what's some pretty good advice or just what's your personal advice in general like just like initial art field or like stuff people who are already like going to school for it and stuff? um yeah it could be anything like that it's just in general uh, okay well number one thing that i've found that has been helping me and i've been telling people is that um you gotta remember that this is something you want to do and like it's a passion and what i mean by passion is like when I want to eat a Chipotle burrito, <laughs> I 
get in a car and I drive, I sit in traffic, I sit in a line, I wait in line, I tell them what I want, I give them money that I earned, and I sit down and I eat it, right? And right. that's because I want to do it. Just if like, you really got to ask yourself, like, is this what you really want to do? Like, do you want to actually create art and like, is this what you want to do day in, day out? Because that's what it takes. I think it's kind of, um, it's kind of naive to think that this is just something you could do on the side and hopefully get better. It's like, this is a lifestyle. So the one thing I would tell people to like, if they really want this, like they really want to try to get into the business is to just remind yourself and constantly ask yourself um, that this is fun. Like, is this fun? Like, is this what I want to do? Because if it is, then we then just got to act like it basically. Like, you know, when you're passionate about something, you don't want to go to sleep. You know, you just want to do it. Like, you know, when you get that game, midnight release, you're sitting there, you just want to play and that's all it is. Like, you just play. And I, I want to do that with art, you know? I just, I used to want to do that with games, but again, it's just like you can't make money doing that unless you're really that good. And then it takes a lot of time, but that's another podcast. Yeah. But <laughs> for the most part, yeah, I would say that. I would say make sure that you're having fun with it because it's a passion and you're passionate about something. Um, you want to do it and you you won't be lazy and like it nullifies all those problems you won't be lazy you won't like feel like you're working it's just like, i have to do this and you'll be so successful because it just changes your attitude about everything it's like i want to do it i'm not like oh god i do my nine to five i gotta go home and like, do this stuff i don't want to do it's like oh finally I get to go home and do what i want so that's what i would say